Charles from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistlewind in Stormwind, I go through a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today we're going to be going over WoW news, mainly because there's some big news that has been uh, announced. But obviously there is a load of other smaller uh, news uh, just with the game in general. We will obviously start off, as we always do, with the weekly uh, retail stuff. So you have three world bosses up for this week. They are Aronamonos, uh, Antros, which is in Zareth Mortis, and Morgeth, which is in the Moor. You can get loads of pieces of gear from them, uh, conduits, uh, anima. Make sure you do them. They are very nice to do, and it doesn't take you very long at all. You have the solo shuffle as well as the brawl for this week being South Shore versus Torren Mill. Now, Torren Mill is uh, the South Shore zone, or of course it is. It's the zone that is just north of Arathi Highlands, and it's basically a 40 versus 40 team deathmatch. You need a certain amount of kills to win, and... Uh, yeah, it's that simple. If your PC can't handle this, it's probably best to skip it. It does take a lot out of your PC, I will say that. Make sure that you've got them graphics all the way down to as low as you can possibly do them because this will take a toll on your PC and I cannot strain that enough. This will blow up and lag your PC. It's one of them things. It's absolutely hectic and amazing if you're a caster or if you're someone who just charges in, jumps in, has an immunity like a paladin or something, you can give a bubble to someone, I don't know. But you can go absolutely crazy with this, and it is good fun. The uh, bonus event for this week is Shadowlands Dungeons, so you will be getting extra pieces of loot from your uh, dungeons this week. I do not know if this applies to Mythic, I'm pretty sure it does. But you will definitely get them from Normal and Heroics. So if you want to get some rep or whatever, definitely head on into Dungeons and, uh, you know, get that extra piece of gear. Maybe uh, gear up another character of yours. So the news this week. Now, there's obviously some massive news later on, and that will be the last thing that I come to. But we're going to go with the smaller pieces of news first, the, you know, less significant, I guess. Uh, we obviously have the Mythic release for Sepulchre of the First Ones. And with the Mythic release of the raid, it always brings about the Race to World First. So the Race to World First is done primarily not as an eSport. It is primarily done as the community want it to be done. It's always fun for the community to get together and see who can be the first to down all of the bosses in the latest raid on the hardest difficulty possible. Now, depending on the raid, this can go on for a week or two, week and a half to two weeks, I would say. But, you know, it can be maybe on the first reset that it dies. So maybe six days potentially if people are very, very good and very quick at it. And don't get me wrong, the people doing World First are insanely good at this. They are insanely good. They are grinding out as much as they can do throughout the entire day. So the way that Raids to World First is happening right now is it's covered on Twitch and YouTube maybe, 
uh, mostly Twitch, by a lot of the guilds themselves, players, or as an organization. I know that Liquid are um, have basically bought uh, a team for Race to World First, and they are formerly known as not Method, not Echo. Oh my god, I can't remember Limit. They were formerly known as Limit, and they were one of the best teams in the world. I think they got the last race to world first. It was that or Echo. It was a very close, I think. But yeah, they were very, very good. And they're constantly covering it 24-7. They have coverage 24-7. Even if their Raiders have gone to bed, as they are NA, they will probably look at the EU progress and watch Echo do their uh, games and stuff like that. So you've got an EU versus NA sort of rivalry there. And it's amazing because obviously EU start a day later than NA. So NA get their server reset on the Tuesday, EU on the Wednesday. So they get an entire day more for the um, run the actual raid itself, which is unfair. And EU win it a lot of the time. So, you know... Yeah, that just shows EU are better than NA. Um, <laughs> I won't go into much more detail than that. No, it's a very close race. It's a very, very close race, and it's always entertaining to watch. Um, I always enjoy watching the later bosses where they're wiping 200-plus times on it because you can see a brick wall that they've hit, and you can see how they get around it and how they improvise about what to do. It's very minute decisions and uh, sort of things that they tweak that can change the entire boss fight i mean a couple of expansions ago a 25 man raid group used two healers for one of the bosses mainly because they wanted the extra dps so that they could push into a phase quicker so that they didn't have to deal with certain things now that's really thinking outside of the box two healers for an entire boss it for 25 people it's it's insane so it's very minute strats and stuff that you know can turn the tide and it is very entertaining to watch especially when you get to the latter bosses where people are constantly wiping and uh, you know at any point these bosses can go down and someone can take the lead someone can get a little bit further ahead you know admittedly na does have the extra day but eu get to analyze what the teams are doing on that day it might be a bit different this week or this race to world first because tier sets have been introduced so tier sets if you don't know you have a two set and a four set bonus and a lot of these bonuses are very good for each class so what the na guilds were doing on the reset day was farming these tier sets so that they go into the mythic instance a lot more geared and stuff like that And that's a little bit more unfair because the EU teams don't necessarily get to see as much of the bosses as they would like going into the next day. And they have to do the farming themselves, to be honest, because if you get unlucky with tier sets, then one of them things, you know, it's that's a little bit RNG based depending on the gear that you get. But, you know, it's all fun. It's not an actual competitive esport that Blizzard have... uh, taken in but it's one made by the community and i think there's a lot of hype around it when a new raid releases on its mythic difficulty i personally don't raid but 
I always will tune in to the Mythic Raiding because it's entertaining. It's very fun to watch and it's just fun to watch people at high-end PvE content like struggle and figure it out, like going through the thought process of figuring it out. And that's kind of what intrigues me. That's what intrigues me with PvP, high-end PvP. People tweak a lot of things and they can do minute differences in what in how they approach certain situations to win. If you look at the last um, AWC for PvP, uh, if you look at Method EU versus uh, Horizon, Horizon lost three games in a row to Rogue Mage Priest. So, or Rogue Mage Druid, sorry. And yet they reverse swept them and won 4-3 in the final. And it's minute differences... These are with the same comp, by the way, throughout the entire series. This is what intrigues me, the minute differences in which they adapt. And it's great. It's great fun to see. Obviously, with the new week, we obviously have the new chapter campaign. So we are on chapter five now of the campaign. And I believe next week we will be able to unlock our double legendary, which will help out a lot for most classes I don't get what class wouldn't it benefit. So, yeah, it'll be a massive help, but you can only unlock it with uh, uh, the characters that have done the chapter. If you wish to unlock the double legendary on all of your characters, you will need revered reputation with the enlightened in order to buy the memory to restore it for your character. So just make sure that you aren't getting your hopes up for all of it. Uh, make sure that you are constantly farming that rep and that you get that revered reputation with the Enlightened so that you can get that memory and that double legendary. Now, I've touched on this a little bit, but Arena World Championships and Mythic Dungeon Invitationals are obviously on the horizon. The uh, Arena being the first one that starts on March 18th, so in a week's time. Yep, in a week's time, as of when this podcast goes up. Um, sign-ups, from e- signups from EU and NA are still open. Uh, you can always compete and stuff like that. But it, it's going to be fun. So it will alternate between weeks. It will be one week of AWC, and then it will be one week of Mythic Dungeons, and then one week of AWC. And this will go on for about a month or two, I believe. Definitely for AWC because AWC has a sort of um, league ranking almost. It, yeah, it's got a table. So you've got eight teams. They all play each other. The top four teams move on to a knockout bracket. And then, yeah, you have four cups throughout the year. Each of them, you accumulate points in order to go into the main competition and stuff like that at the end of the year. So all these will be good fun to watch. Definitely if you're into sort of the esports side, definitely watch these. If, you, if you're a PvE player, Mythic Dungeons are probably your thing. PvP player, arenas. But honestly, if you dabble a bit in both, it's great. It's absolutely great because you get to see how the other side live almost. I very much am a PvP player and I do tune into the Mythic Dungeons because it is fun to see big pulls in like dungeons when like it just you can't fathom it in your mind 
when you're like pugging a group or something, you can't imagine like the tank pulling 20, you know, mobs or something on top of each other and you just cleaving them all down and doing like 100k plus DPS. Like it's insane. So it's always good fun to watch and tune into the other one. But definitely don't miss them. It started on the 18th of March for the arenas and it starts on the 30th of March for the mythics. Actually, let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Wait. Okay. No, so two weeks after the start of the Arena World Championship, it will be the Mythic Dungeon, so you will have the week in between to wait, unfortunately. For WoW Classic, you have Zulgarub that is now live, so that's technically Phase 3 is out. Hakard does a little bit uh, different things. You get an extra piece of loot as well, I believe. So, all good there. Zulgarub is a nice catch-up raid for those in Season of Mastery. You also have, uh, uh, I've forgotten what it is, Zulaman, that is now on the PTR for Burning Crusade. Uh, PTR, yeah, I said PTR already. Zulaman is on the PTR for Burning Crusade. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so make sure if you are an avid fan of testing out the raids and stuff like that, getting used to them, you can learn the tactics while you're on the PTR. So when it goes to live, you can immediately jump in and destroy absolutely everything that is in that raid. Go ahead. It's good fun. And it's good fun to just play, like piss about with your mates or whatever. If you know you want to hop in there as a guild with some very good gear and stuff like that, go for it. It's all good fun. Now, the big news. The big news here is the bombshell that they dropped earlier this week. I believe around the 7th, I think it was. So they dropped a forum post saying, save the date, the future of Warcraft. For nearly 28 years, the Warcraft universe has ignited imaginations across the globe through rich storytelling and expansive worlds. It has built the very foundation of World of Warcraft and Hearthstone, providing entertainment, community and competition for millions globally. This year, we have a lot of exciting news in store for the heroes of Azeroth and the patrons of the Hearthstone Tavern. Now, there is uh, uh, on March 15th, for those who do enjoy Hearthstone, they are doing some announcements for that. They're going to be talking about the next uh, or the first of three expansions this year. But what we're looking at is uh, the worlds of World of Warcraft. On April 19th, the World of Warcraft development team will reveal the next expansion. We're excited to show you what we've been working on and uh, where your adventures in Azeroth will go next. Until then, we hope you're enjoying, uh, 
Enjoying Eternity's End, the newest content update and final chapter of the Shadowlands saga. The Heroes of Azeroth have been called for to to this intriguing new land of Zareth Mortis to thwart the Jailer's efforts and stop him from rewriting reality as we know it, etc. So, yeah. We get a WoW expansion reveal on April 19th, just over a month away. Now, I'll be honest, when I first uh, saw the date that it was going to be announced, it was a little bit disappointing. A little bit disappointing. I was hoping that it would be, well, when the Hearthstone one is, the 15th. I thought it would have been March, late March, like latest. So halfway through April, over halfway through April, is a bit disappointing. But what I'm hoping for in this expansion uh, release, is it? Uh, No, reveal, sorry. Is definitely not releasing on the 19th. Do not, yeah, do not quote that at all. So the reveal on the 19th, for it to be a late reveal, late in terms of we would already know what the next expansion is if BlizzCon were happening like constantly and COVID didn't happen, we would have known what the next expansion is five months ago. That's insane to think. Uh, we didn't know about Shadowlands until BlizzCon Line, which was not last year or the year before that. Actually, it was the year before that. It was 2020, I believe. Oh my god, it was 2020. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Um, yeah, we didn't know about that until BlizzCon Line, which was in February. So now we're getting it in April. So what I'm hoping for, because we got it in February... It was kind of a rushed finish, I think, for Shadowlands. Because everyone just wanted out of BFA, to be honest. So a lot of uh, people obviously had a late November date for Shadowlands. If you heard that, I don't know why my the radiator did that, but sorry. Um, the April 19th date is hopefully something that they can give us a lot of meat to the bones, as it were. So they could show us what the zones are. They could give us full... They could even give us gameplay. The release trailer will probably be on this date. And I cannot wait for that. That would be great fun. Um, But for it to be or announced this late on in the year for World of Warcraft, going from its previous history, there needs to be a lot of content that they have already completed or at least on the cusp of completing, so that it is ready to go uh, late this year. Preferably before November, but I would imagine it will be around November time. It will be around early, late November, stuff like that. Because, you know, the festive period's coming up around that time, and people get it for Christmas and stuff like that. You know, you always plan it around, or you always plan release dates around sort of holidays and stuff like that. So there needs to be something good. It's we've needed this expansion reveal for a while because Shadowlands did not live up to what it was or what it could have been. Shadowlands could have been so good. 
It could have been absolutely amazing. You had an entire blank canvas because it's not in any of the worlds that we know. That's the thing. This was a completely different world and they had an entire blank canvas and they just didn't give the characters or the big bad of the expansion the character that we wanted to see. They it was dull, like the jailer and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily what we wanted, but going forward, I feel as if it will get better. In terms of the expansion reveal, that's always a lot of hype. That is always a lot of hype. In terms of going forward in the expansion, so what content we get, the constant updates of content and stuff like that, uh, Just I just hope that it'll be better. I don't see how it would be worse, to be honest. You've gone from Legion to Battle for Azeroth to Shadowlands. Now is the time for Blizzard to, you know, pull one out of the hat, pull the rabbit out of the hat and give us this expansion that the player base who have stuck with them deserve because it's not been an easy year for a load of the Blizzard employees. It's not been an easy year or two for the... Uh, player base of World of Warcraft but they've made so many good expansions in the past and here's hoping that the next one will be just as good as say Legion Wrath of the Lich King Mr. Pandaria is a um is an expansion that not a lot of people or I don't think a lot of people actually enjoy but I thought it was very good Warlords of Draenor the content that was there was very very good it's just there wasn't a lot of it so they've made a lot of good content and I think they can do it again, definitely so, in the latest expansion. But April 19th, make sure you don't miss it. It's going to be great. Can't wait for that. Just hope that it isn't a letdown. And I don't think it will be. I don't think it can be. The expectation riding on this is going to be very, very high. So, you know, hopefully they shoot it out of the park. But that is all for this week. Thank you all very much for listening as always. Be sure to check out all the social medias, the Twitch and the YouTube as well. Everything's happening constantly over there. And if you wanted to support the channel a little bit more, Patreon is the place to do it. There are Patreon-specific podcasts going up there weekly. But thank you all very much for listening once again. And go with Valor, friend. Friend.